if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and his presence now dominates your life, you can be said to be called the house of prayer. So as a Christian or as the house of prayer, just like the book of 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 17, it said, pray without ceasing. In other words, you are supposed to pray every time as a temple of God, just as much as the location called the house of prayer should be regarded where you should pray continually. If you have declared Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are meant to pray without ceasing. In other words, you are now the house of prayer. How close were you to your breakthrough before the enemy struck? A lot of people used to be very close to their breakthrough before the enemies will strike. And prayer keeps you connected to the grace of God. If you say the grace of God is sufficient, you have to play your part. The grace of God is as if God is at work. If you're not prayerful, can the grace be sufficient? The grace can only be sufficient to the one who is prayerful. Because when you pray, you are aligning with the presence of God. Hallelujah. Make sure you do everything within your capacity to remain connected to God. And one of the simplest ways to be connected to God is by praying continually. Prayer will keep you from sin. And sin will keep you from praying. Pray always. Because like the roaring lion, the devil is seeking for whom to devour. You are a potential threat to the enemy. And the enemy is looking for a way to establish his kingdom. In doing so, he is watching out for anyone that is going to be a potential threat. And is ready to destroy them. God is good. If you have been redeemed, you are like a soldier. And you should make sure that you are active. Stay exercised. Stay on fire by praying as a soldier in the Lord's army. Because the moment you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been recruited into the Lord's army. I'm praying for you especially, you soldiers, as you are growing in him, you advance in rank spiritually. Listen, as Christians, when we overcome trials and temptations, we go higher in rank. God is good. When you spend more time in a place of prayer and the Lord decides to show you mercy, you will become transformed in the process. The time of prayer is not just a time to ask for your own needs alone. It's also a time to commune with God, to hear what he has to say. So many of the challenges we face in our offices, among our colleagues, staff, it started from home. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he grows up, he will not depart from it. Because of the excitement and sometimes the challenge a lot of people encounter in the process of 
trying to have a child, they end up unconsciously administering the wrong set of programs on the children. Normally, the first seven years of a child's life most times are the reason behind the behavior of the adult that child becomes. The behavior, the habits, the characteristics adults portray are determined from the kind of upbringing they have, what they absorbed from their environment as children. There is a subject called narcissism. Narcissism. This subject, narcissism, is really doing a whole lot in our society. Is either you are the narcissist or the people you are associating with, one of them must be a narcissist. Narcissists are those who have some form of funny programs when they are being brought up. When a lot of people hear the word narcissism, the, the first thing that comes to their mind is Adolf Hitler and how they planned the world war. If you leave this message today, I would like you to seek more knowledge on this. Now, let me give you an example. When a couple gets married and they are expecting to conceive and there is delay and they have prayed and finally, in the process of going from pillar to pole, to have themselves a child. When they finally get the child, they overpamper the child by giving the child everything the child asks for and sometimes do not administer the right morals, which will lead the child to start having some disorder in his or her morals. A child that is always given everything he asks for the child will grow up believing that everything I ask, I must get it. Even if I don't, even if I don't need it, I must get it. It gives the child what, what we call a sense of entitlement. And this entitlement mentality has eaten deep into our society. People are in relationships and they begin to expect that because I'm in this relationship, I'm offering you this. You have to offer me this in return. It's a disorder. Most of the time, these people are most times abusive. They use abusive words. They lack empathy. They don't have human feeling for the next person. All they know is they're about themselves. And sometimes they go extra mile to make sure that they give the least they have in charity in order to buy a person's loyalty over to themselves. They don't give freely. And people who have this disorder don't even know. They keep relationship because of, they see the people as objects to be used to fulfill this and that. They don't have relationships for free. They keep relationship in order to do what? Use people. They will never call you on ordinary day to check how are you doing except they are benefiting from you. They are friends with nobody. God is good. People with these traits, they lie for a living. I mean, they are pathological liars. They lie with every opportunity they can get. Once you come across such people, it is either 
you refer them to psychologists for therapy. They are to hand over themselves to clinical therapists to help them to reprogram them. God is good. One of the traits they also possess is that they work so hard to gain validation from others. They can kill in order to gain validation. And most times, the validation from people is an insatiable hunger they have. Anywhere they find themselves, they want to be praised. When they don't get that praises, they will begin to get uncomfortable. But it's good. Because of how they are wired, they are naturally envious. They are envious. They are naturally envious. They can envy who is not even going in the direction of their calling. And sometimes, they find themselves in competition everywhere they find themselves. They are more focused on the achievements outside. Thereby, they find themselves measuring everybody they come across. They are always afraid of being alone. They don't enjoy their own company. They either rush into relationships and they do so much to make sure that the person they are in a relationship with validates them. They are highly seductive. And most times, they are the ones that even get married first because they invest so much in their appearance. Hallelujah. What is the solution to this? Train your children to love themselves first, to be confident in themselves, number two. And do not invest in them unconsciously the consciousness of competition. God is good. This trait did not begin today, but because of the fact that it is not stated in this manner in the Bible, narcissism, is the reason why the church has not really been paying so much attention to it, whereby they leave their children in the hands of abusers. Everybody that you come across and is the victim in all the stories, just know that it is a sign. They feel good when they hear that somebody is doing bad or doing wrong. It is not your regular topic. These traits had an origin. Lucifer was a narcissist. He was watching out for God's flaws while he was overpraising God. If you are in a relationship with a partner and when they want to have misunderstanding, they will remember how they were having misunderstanding and the other person used the glass cup to hit the wall. They are so attached to old stories. And that's the reason why it's very hard for them to naturally progress. They live on the energy of people. Everybody they come across, they go so close to them and drain them. They pretend as if they are confident. They are always living in fear. They also inflict their targets and everybody that comes in contact with them with fear. They are sneaky in nature. They are always looking for information to gather in order to condition you and put you in a box. And if they cannot see any, they will begin to file lies about you. The woman who was the wife to Potiphar was a narcissist. Everybody that is operating in the fruit of the flesh, especially concentrated envy, is a narcissist. When we tell you to receive Jesus Christ genuinely as your Lord and Savior, we are not only telling you because we want you to be free from hell. We all want you to be free from generational curses. Make sure that all the fruit of the flesh, you are dying to them daily. 
It's not going to be an easy journey. One of the things they also do is to tempt you in order to become a judge by engaging you in unhealthy gossip. They are naturally ruthless. And sometimes you ask yourself, why are my prayers not answered? Your prayers are not answered because you are undiagnosed narcissist sometimes. We Christians, we always like to avoid telling ourselves the truth, which is the reason why a lot of us are in bondage. We like to be pampered. We don't like people to tell us the traits we possess in order to work on them. We rather want the man of God to speak about another subject. And we pay less attention to those things that we know we have. The Bible says that it should make sure that you speak evil of no man. Narcissists naturally gossip. When they are against a person, they spread the same lies, gossip, and they will do it in a very subtle manner. The book of Galatians chapter 5, it says that if you see a brother in the Lord doing something wrong, call the person, correct the person in love. If you are praying for good things from God and you are busy backbiting and gossiping others, you are contaminating your container. You are filling your container with death. And when the angels come to release the blessing and the place is already full with dustbin, they will return it back. God is good. Narcissists always look for one person at every point of their journey to compete against. And sometimes they pick up fights in order to manipulate. They are very good at illusions and manipulations. What they project is not what they are. Hallelujah. They feel insufficient. There is a sense of insufficiency. They are not confident. Wake up. And work out your own salvation by reprogramming yourself. Apostle Paul said it. He said, work out your own salvation. Apostle Paul was a narcissist. But he became transformed. He didn't become transformed by that encounter alone. But he worked it out in time. By consistently studying the word of God. Making beautiful affirmations on his self-image. One of the greatest problems a narcissist have is that they have poor self-image. Thereby, they begin to seek validation from people. They don't like themselves and they don't know. They take good care of themselves in competition with somebody else. Not because they like themselves, actually. God is good. God is good. They can give advice. But when it's time to use the same advice for themselves, it's impossible. God bless his word. If you are conversant with the podcast, you can easily locate your Spotify application where you can catch us up by searching Apostle Solomon Paul on Spotify. And we are on Google Podcasts as well with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. We're also on Breaker Radio with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. And under the name Apostle Solomon Paul, you'll find every of our broadcasts and you can click on any where you can be inspired by the Spirit-filled message as delivered by us in Jesus' name.